this time, this time, this, this, this time, only the people that have been blessed give the Lord a hand of praise, won't you? Oh, come on. You can do better than that. That's a little patty cake. That's a patty cake. Come on. God's been better than that. Somebody ought to praise God just to spite the devil, just to make the devil mad. Come, come on. Help me bless God, somebody. Hallelujah. Bless him. Bless him. Bless him. Wow. Thank you so much. Wow. It is, it is such an honor. I, I, this, this is my third. I've been taking notes all weekend. I'm going to steal as much as I can steal. I'm, I'm just saying. And take it. So if y'all come to California, y'all see somebody with these playing on garbage cans. <laughs> Who does that? Who does that? Help me praise God for these young people one more time. Wow. <laughs> they were playing garbage cans, y'all. Who does that? Wow. Uh, I... I I, I hope you realize, I hope you realize, I hope you realize how much God must love you. God must love you a whole lot to plant you in this house. Just to be a part of what God is doing in this church, in this community. He, he, he likes y'all. Yeah? He likes y'all down here. Help me praise God for your pastor, okay, Pastor Conway? And First Lady, come on, come on, help me bless God for them. Don't let nobody come from California and out praise you for your own pastor. Come on, help me bless God. Come on. Wow, wow. That's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. Wow. Wow, I, I am so, I am hippopotamus happy and peacock proud to be here with y'all today. It has been a joy. It, it's been a lesson to see. Uh, some, sometimes, sometimes we struggle with the nearness of greatness. Sometimes we're so close to it that we, we are in danger of missing it. And there is such uh, an anointing on this house that flows from the anointing that's on your pastor and his wife and the, lead, the leadership team. There, there's a spirit of excellence here. And, and you guys, you know, you guys see it every Sunday. And so, you know, I, I just pray that you would never take it for granted. I, I pray that you would never allow a day to come and go without taking some time to thank God for the man of God and the woman of God who, who spiritually cover you. Um, pray, pray that God would keep them strong and keep them healthy, um, that God would continue to use them as they lead you to become all that God's called you to be. Okay? Let's do it one more time for your pastor, okay? Yeah. Wow. Um, uh, I, I, I want to clone this whole band, this whole children's thing, and take them back to Los Angeles. When they, when they go on the road, let me know when they come to California, okay? We, um, unbelievable. I, I found this out after the, second, after the uh, first service this morning. Uh, you guys, y'all couldn't see the band on the stand, you know, all these other musicians, mostly one family, they tell me. And so, uh, and then uh, um, Kirk Franklin was out front here, and <laughs> and then the girls just started passing the mic, like, like you know, uh, Whitney Houston or something, and one sister got mad at her. She started throwing her, put her, 
Where did y'all get these children from? My God. Unbelievable. But you know what? It is, it is more of a commentary on the favor, the favor of God on this house, I mean, the anointing of God. You, you must steward the anointing, the, the, the anointing that's on this house and is on you as a congregation. You must steward it well, you know, and, and as God shares this with the world, I, 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 I want to welcome uh, the Dallas campus, the Louisville campus, the Prosper campus, the E-Community campus, the South American campus, the Asian campus, the Europe campus, here, there, and everywhere. Come on, give them a hand, won't you? Y'all got them coming up from every nation, I tell you. They're doing a thing here, but again, just recognize um, the favor of God that rests on this house. Um, Pastor Matt, you are a gift, man, to the body of Christ. And I, wow, honor you and um, the production team and the media team. You know, some of you guys name notice me, the, the hundreds and hundreds of volunteers who serve. You know, Y'all just come in and sit down. And that folk been working here since last night. Um, that, that video that, that they, they did for me, they put that together for me. And I don't care where I'm going, I'm going to play it. I don't care what I'm preaching about. I don't, I'm going to play that wherever I go. They're going to see that, right? And I'm going to say, I got that from Dallas and from one community, see? Because it's, it's a commentary on the gifts that God has placed in your midst. I, I wonder, I wonder, um, does, does anybody, anybody have a cross? Anybody wearing a cross? Anybody wearing a cross? Anybody? Across, okay, brother, brother has got a cross on. Amen. Amen. Okay, anybody else? Yeah, cross, cross, cross. Okay, okay, okay. Right, right, right. right. Anybody got, anybody got a cross tattoo? My, my granddaughter got a tattoo behind her that you can tell us. That you can tell. <laughs> I don't know how y'all roll down here, so I'm just saying. I'm just saying. My my granddaughter got a got a cross behind her ear. I don't know what that's about. I don't know what that's about. Uh, crosses. Uh, uh, There's a young lady in our church who just opened up a business, and she uh, she was selling a diamond cross, diamond cross, cross cross full of diamonds. They, they got security just on the just on the cross. There's on the cross. Uh, uh, there were people here this morning had a gold cross, you know, gold plated, gold gold, <laughs> you know, gold crosses, silver cross, you know, diamond cross. Now, now, use, use your sanctified imagination for just a moment. Use your sanctified imagination. Here we go, here we go. On a hill far away stood an old rugged cross. Not, not silver, not gold, not diamonds. The emblem of suffering and shame. A cross, a cross, a cross. And then Jesus comes along and, and, and he speaks in, in the book of Mark, in the book of Mark, book of Mark, uh, chapter 8, book of Mark. And Jesus speaks, he said it in John, he says it in Matthew, and he speaks 
And he says in chapter 8 of Mark, verse 34, watch what he says. He says, the Bible says, And when he had called the people unto himself with his disciples also. Listen. He said to them, If anyone, if anyone, one version says, If anyone wishes to come after me. One version says, uh, If anyone uh, desires to come after me. One version says, uh, if anyone decides to come after me, he says, is what you must do. You must deny yourself. You must, you must take up your cross. And then follow me. You must deny yourself. Take up your cross. Uh, follow me. I, I was consecrated bishop several years ago. And um, when doing the consecration, uh, sometimes you see men, clergy wearing a collar. You guys, they, they wear those down here? Collar? This is Baptist country down here, so I don't know what they wear. But those collar, the collar, the collar means you are a prisoner. It's symbolic, you're a prisoner of Christ. And then, then they, they gave us a chain, we consecrated us with the chain, and it's, Paul says, we are, we are prisoners in chains. Paul says we're in chains. And so this symbolizes, again, a dynamic of, of being a prisoner of Christ. And then and they gave us, gave us a cross, consecrated a cross. And, and you would take that cross and you would put it in a pocket over your heart. See, you wear that cross over your heart. Symbolic of the fact that we live our lives behind the cross. So, so, so you have the collar prisoner. Um, we, we are in chains. We are chained to Christ. And, and the cross is in, our, in pocket of our heart. And so we live our lives behind the cross. Now, now... Um, Jesus says, if you're going to follow me, you, you must take up your cross. Must Jesus bear the cross alone? And all the world go free. Nay, 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 nay. No, there's a cross for everyone. there's a cross for me. And Jesus says, if, if the, sit right there, he says, if, if you're going to follow me, he, one version says, you must take up your cross. Now watch this. The, the, the word take up means, it means to lift from a, a lower position to lift it up. Uh, he imply, it implies the effort of taking it up. And it means to take it up, not take it up and move it somewhere, but take it up and bear it to yourself. Take it up and hold it. See, it means take that cross, pick that cross up, and then carry that cross. And then Luke, Luke adds the word. Luke says daily, 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 which means as a way of life, as a part of your lifestyle. Your, your, your lifestyle is one. Of, of, of picking up that cross 
and, and, and carrying it through life. Which, which raises the question, are you um, wearing your cross or are you bearing your, your cross? Let, let me hang it out there for the rest of the day, okay? Are you wearing your cross or are you bearing your cross? Because Jesus said, you're going to follow me. You're going pick to that, pick that thing up and, and, and you're going to carry it, Luke said, and you're going to carry it daily. And he says, he says you, must, you must deny yourself. So once you pick this thing up, you enter into a struggle. You, it, 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 it's like a, like a tension um, for all my people in the struggle. <clears throat> Be encouraged, boo. Uh, for, he, says, he says, you must deny yourself daily. Deny. The, the word deny is in our culture might be like to disavow. It, it, means, uh, it means to not acknowledge. Uh, it means uh, to play like you don't know them. You, you ever been out, somebody, been out somewhere and you saw somebody and they weren't expecting to see you? And, and, and then when they see you, they, they act like they, they, they play it off and act like, act like they don't even know you. And you know, I, you know, you know me and I know, hey, yo, yo, I see you. I see, I see you. I see you. Now, Jesus said, Jesus says, you, you must, you must act like you don't know yourself. And you. Be, be, because you, 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 you carry that cross and you, you act like you don't know you, but you know you know you. And you know God knows you. And, and almost everybody else knows you. But, 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 you, gotta, but you, res, you respond to self by ignoring self. Now, 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 the problem is, the problem is that self wants to do what you want to do. It'd be different if you didn't want to do it. But, but Paul, Paul says, I'm, I'm all jacked up inside. Says, so, Because the stuff that I want to do, that's what I don't do. And the stuff I know I shouldn't do, that's the very thing that I do. Jesus, man, he says, you must deny yourself. And, and, and take up that cross, Jesus says, and follow me. Uh, now watch this. There's only one picture in Scripture, one, of a person doing what Jesus said. Whoa, stay with me. I'm going somewhere. There's only one, one example of a person physically taking a cross and carrying it. Only one. He is identified in this book of Mark, and Mark calls him Simon of Cyrene. Now watch this. Cyrene is a North African country. Mark, who wrote the gospel, is an African. So that Mark is the black gospel. 
I just lost half of y'all right there. <laughs> oh, here he come, here he come. I'm with that California stuff. <laughs> but Mark, Mark is from Northern Africa, from Cyrene, same area. And he identifies this Simon, uh, kind of like his homeboy, see? And he says, he says, this man named Siren, uh, Simon, this African, this North African, takes the cross of Jesus. And, 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 and there's a scene where he's taking his cross and he struggles. He takes the cross from Jesus and he's struggling, bearing this cross. The only man in Scripture that physically does what Jesus said. Only one that physically did it. Now, fast forward, fast forward, because when you come to the book of Acts, Luke continues his story. Matter of fact, he says in the beginning of Acts, this is a continuation. And he begin, the, the setting is on day of Pentecost, and there are about 120, about 120 disciples, 120 disciples in this upper room. God uses them. Peter comes out and speaks, etc. But there's no mention of a cross. 120 disciples, but there's no mention of a cross. In fact, in the book of Acts, the word cross is only used one time, and that's in Peter's sermon. In other words, there's never a picture of all these disciples from the beginning of Acts to the end of Acts. There's not one picture where it identifies them or connects them with wearing and or rather with bearing a cross. Not one. And yet we know they must have had one because Jesus said, you can't follow me without bearing your own cross. Let me track this way. Uh, I was somewhere speaking and, and I was wearing a cross, and a lady came to me. <clears throat> she said, she said, said, Bishop, uh, uh, your chain is crooked. <laughs> she, 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 she said, she said Yo, and then started going up in my clothes and everything, and I said, whoa, whoa slow your roll, baby. Wait, wait. And so she goes to commence to trying to fix my cross, and she pulled across, and, and she said, she said, ah, that's it. I, I said, no, man, you, you understand. I said, I, I have to wear it. Uh, over my heart she says but I can't see it <laughs> she, she, she said Bishop if, if you wear it over there your, 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 your cross is hidden she, she said can't nobody see your cross you, you, you're hiding your cross Question number one, are you wearing or are you bearing your cross? Question number two, are you hiding your cross? The disciples had to be hiding their cross because the Bible never mentions it. And yet in every scene where we see them growing and ministering, we can assume that they had a cross because they could not be a disciple without a cross. But maybe they were hiding a cross. Well, well, let's see. What, what, what is a cross? Pray tell. In, 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 in the scene of Jesus... The cross was suffering. 
The cross was pain. The, the, cross, the cross was loneliness. My God, my God. The cross was ridicule. The cross was sorrow. He just hanging on that cross. It, 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 was, it, was, not, it was not a celebration time. It, it was pain. It was struggling. Uh, uh. It was sorrow. It, it was loneliness. He felt dejected. He felt abandoned. That's a cross. Uh, here, here, here it is. A cross, here, here we go, here we go. A cross is, it is the circumstantial, allowable, pragmatic will of God for your life that always leads to glory. I said it too fast, you missed it. What, what, what is the cross? It's circumstantial. It's in the circumstances of life. It's not some deep theolo theological, philosophical, intellectual concept that is in the abstract. No, it's in the real nitty-gritty circumstances of life. And number two, it's, it's what God allows. It's not an accident. It's what God allows. It's what God permits. It's a part of, 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 the, of the allowable will of God. God allows you to go through it. And it's in the, the circumstantial nitty-gritty of life. Listen, and it's always practical. It's something you got to do. It's about how you handle where you is. is that, that's bad English, I know, but y'all... It's bad English, but it's good theology. It, it's, uh, 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 it's about how you handle where you are. It's always practical. Listen to me. And it always, thank you, Father, it always leads to the glory of God. It will always take you to a place where God is honored. Ah, it, it's, it's this struggling with life. Now, Mark says the guy who did that, who did literally, was an African by the name of Simon, which, which, opens, which opens the door for a, a, a cultural hermeneutic of understanding what God says then, how God says it now, and how it applies to us. So here is this African, here's this African taking up a cross. Uh, he, he, he's a demonstration of the cross-cultural dynamic and the global dimension of the gospel. That, that the gospel is too big for one shape, one color, one people, one language, one ethnicity. The, the gospel is too big to be held down in one little box. And so, so here's this African, here's this African who adds a whole other dimension. European theology, European hermeneutic, European theology postured Jesus uh, uh, as as one who came as a baby, wrapped in swaddling clothes and all that. Emphasize that verse. Yeah. African theology emphasizes the one who came as a slave. Paul says in the book of Philippians, uh, he, 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 he thought it not robbery. And he came in the form, the Bible says, of, of a slave. 
And so African theology uh, uh, looks at this issue of cross through, through the dimensions of a historicity that bears witness to the favor of God in spite of. And so, and so the cross becomes the place where uh, Mark, Mark says, this man Simon and Jesus met at the cross. You missed it. They, 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 their lives were hooked up. One version implies that Simon was just kind of walk, going about his business. And yet, and yet he is pulled into this set of circumstances where he has an encounter with Christ at a cross. So, so, so that there, there is an African theology that sees the cross as the place where Christ enters and shares our pain. It, it, it is the place where we meet Christ in, on the grounds of our suffering. And so we, we, we weave our theology into our hymnology. Uh, I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood for me. One day when I was lost, he died upon the cross. I know it was the blood for me. Second verse. They nailed him to a tree. Y'all missed it over here. I'm try it over here. They, they, they nailed him to a tree. And so we synthesize the image of the cross with the tree. Uh, you just saw that man cut down the tree before, before it became a cross. And so African theology sees, oh, that's a connection point. That's a connection point. Be- because they saw not only a Christ hanging from a tree, hanging from a cross, but they saw black men and black women and slaves hanging from a tree. Uh, it's tight, but it's right. And so Jesus says, you cannot follow me without a cross. God, I love your word. But I suggest, I suggest that most of us, most of us in this room, we just took a little poll. Most of us are not wearing a cross. We had a few, yeah. But if you're a follower of Christ, everybody, can I say that down here? Everybody, can I say, do y'all understand that? That's a little Ebonics. I brought that from California. I kind of threw that, kind of threw that in there. Everybody who's following him has got a cross. I got a cross. You got a cross. All God's children got a cross. A hidden cross. Some of us, some of us, some of us, some of us are carrying the hidden cross of our iniquity. When the prophet Isaiah uh, uh, gave a prophetic picture of Calvary, uh, he talked about one who was wounded for our transgressions and then bruised for our iniquities. Wounded, bruised. Now, a wound, a wound is something observable. If, if you, you, you got a cut, uh, you, you, you got a bullet hole, uh, you, you, you're wounded, you're wounded. And, and if you look in the right place, you can see the wound. 
But a bruise is underneath the skin. And you, you, you can't always see my bruises. Yeah, I got some right now y'all can't see. Because the bruise is not always observable. And yet the Bible says he was wounded and he was bruised. Now, now, he was wounded for my transgressions. Transgressions, uh, the word transgressions, trans meaning across, uh, 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 gress means to step. Uh, uh, that, that's when I step across the line. He was, he was wounded for my stepping across the line. He was wounded for my observable sins. But he was wounded for my sins that you can't see. Because the word iniquity, the word iniquity uh, means, means uh, from, from a root that means to be bent. Uh, it, it means to be twisted. Uh, uh, it, it, it's my bentness. He, 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 was, he was bruised for my twistedness. Uh, uh, my, uh, my tendencies. Uh, let me say it another way. Uh, my proclivities. Uh, let me say it another way. Transgression is what I did. Iniquity is what I thought about doing before I did it. I'm coming back over here. Uh, uh, um, my, my, my iniquity is is what you can't see, but that is there. And it, it's my bentness that, 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 that twists me toward my weakness. Okay, ain't nobody else here got no weaknesses. I'm, I'm going back on this crowd over here. Uh, G- G- Jesus caught some guys, they would have an argument about, have an argument about, about adultery. And, and in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus, has, Jesus, Jesus comments, and Jesus said, no, I, I can fix that, I can fix that. And he said, well, you, know, you, you, you commit adultery if you do this, commit adultery. Jesus said, no, I can fix that. Jesus, Jesus said, if you look at her, you've already had her in your mind before you had her in the bed. Can I say bed down here? Can I say, can I say that down here? And so, so Jesus says, it's in your mind. You, you, you messed up in your mind. You, 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 uh, you didn't, b- before you got a chance to do it. See, some of us are holy by default. You, you, you ain't that holy. You just ain't had no opportunity yet to do what you've been trying to do. Uh, and if the right, when you get the right offer, y'all just ain't had no offers lately. That's all. But, but, but my, 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 my bentness, my bentness uh, is my mental struggle. It, it, it's, it's the battle of my mind that, that knows that I want to do what I know I shouldn't ought to do. I know I shouldn't do it. That's why Paul, 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 said, Paul said, I'm all jacked up. I'm jacked up. Paul said, the very thing that I know I shouldn't do, that's what I do. And the stuff that I say I'm going to do, I ain't done that in so long I forgot how long it He said, I, that's the stuff I don't do. He said, I'm all messed up. That, that's my bentness. 
Jesus said, if, if, if you look at her, look at her uh, too long. There, there is an age. I don't, y'all don't have too many seniors in here. There, there's an age that you get to uh, when, you, when you no longer want to look. It ain't 73. I'm 73, so. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Uh, it, it's there, but, but just know it ain't 73, baby. Y'all pray my strength because I'm still, I'm still wrestling with this thing over here. Be, be, because it's, it's, it's the bentness of my mind that it is my hidden cross. I fight it every day of my life. I, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm prison. I, I, I'm a prisoner of my thoughts. And so I know what it's like. Y'all, y'all got a men's conference coming up. Uh, I have been a slave to pornography. I, I have been as hooked as a junkie. I, I, I know what it's like to live a double life. If it had not been for the Lord on my side, pornography, any other pornography, where would I be? If it had not been for the Lord. It's a mind, it's a mind thing, it's a mind thing. And, and I carry it every day of my life. So, some, some of us carry the hidden, the hidden cross of failure. Uh, some, some of us carry the, have you, have you ever, have you ever, have you ever let God down? Have you ever? Have you ever failed God? Have, have you ever, have, have you ever uh, thought about hurting somebody who did something and you say, how in the world? How could he do that? And then God holds up your, your phone and pushes that little button and it flips around and you're looking at yourself. It's the hidden cross of my failure, of my shame. The times that I, I've, I've come before God uh, hesitantly because of my cross of shame. I, I messed up. I messed up. I messed up, Lord. I, I don't come boldly to the throne. I'm too shamed. I, I'm carrying a hidden cross. Here's the last one, then we're going home. We carry the hidden cross, thank you, Lord, of resurrection. Be, because because 
Every cross leads to the grave, and every grave leads to Sunday morning. Early Sunday morning. I used to be Baptist, so you got to say it twice. I say it early. <laughs> Sunday morning. He got up. Didn't he get up? With all power and heaven and earth in his hand, I speak it over your life. You shall rise again. I speak it over your life. You shall be re resurrected again. I speak over your life. That marriage shall be healed. That relationship shall be healed. That brokenness has been healed. That failure shall be healed. Because Maya Angelou was right and still I rise in the glory and the honor of the living God who raises you up to get glory out of your life. Somebody help me bless God in this house. I, uh, I'm, I'm out of time, out of time. Everybody standing, everybody standing. I gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. I speak resurrection power over your life. I release resurrection power over the relationship that got stuck in the grave. I speak resurrection power over the habit the thought pattern that got stuck in the grave. And Dr. Angelou, and still I rise. I want to pray. I want to pray and then I'm out of here. Um, and it was here in one other service and I, I feel it again. There's a, there's a relationship. There's a generational relationship parents, children, children, parents, uh, that, that's strained. Uh, and and it, it's a hidden cross. And that family's in trouble. And, and you, you, you've come today praising the Lord. God, God bless you for that. Lift me your hands. Rejoicing. Praise God for that. But you're wearing a hidden cross. It's the struggle in that home I don't want you to raise your hand I don't want you to identify yourself but you're here today as surely as God brought me from California you are here today I speak to that person who almost didn't come today you, you almost didn't come you, you're going through some stuff and, and, and you almost didn't you made a decision at the last minute to come. you almost didn't come today but God knew that the devil in hell could not stop you from being here today to hear this word that you shall be resurrected to the glory of God. Father, in the name of Jesus, the resurrected Christ, I lift up my brother, my sister. I lift up every man, every woman, every boy, every girl. I lift up every family, every relationship, every marriage, oh God. I lift up every failure every shame, every sorrow. I lift up the hidden crosses in this house. And Father, by the power of the resurrected Christ, may your glory be released. Release victory in this house. 
Release resurrection power in this house. Oh God, and we shall give your name all the praise and all the honor and all the glory. And we shall declare once again the devil is a liar. And God is the God of truth. And we celebrate your truth. We praise you with our hidden crosses. We praise you with our struggles. We praise you with our sorrow. We praise you with our loneliness. We praise you with our discouragement. And yet, oh God, we will lift up our eyes unto you and we will give you praise and honor in the name of Jesus. Somebody help me bless the name of the living God in this house.